Welcome to Journey Through Classical Piano. I'm your host, pianist Jung Kim. Every other Wednesday, I feature in-depth exploration of one classical piano composition. Regardless of whether or not you're a lifelong lover of classical music, this podcast is meant to show you how important and relevant classical music is to today's world, bringing the splendor of classical music right to your living room. I believe classical music is for everyone, so let's start listening together. Before we get started, if you'd like to support the show, please head over to patreon.com slash journey through classical piano. Your support helps me to create more music and project to spread the beauty of classical music. Also, if you liked what you hear, please take a moment to give a rating or review on Apple Podcast. Every positive review and rating is much appreciated as it helps other potential listeners find and enjoy the show. It's kind of... Funny to think that, except that, you know, I'm giving concerts and traveling, most of daily lifestyle is very much <laughs> similar, uh, whether we have a quarantine or not. So kind of that made me think a little bit like, oh, maybe I should move a little more. <laughs> Certainly being on piano doesn't need to be outside. So I am doing what I've been usually doing, which is practicing piano, uh, learning new repertoire. Uh, I also teach online. And I started this uh, YouTube live, um, meeting some people and connecting with people live every 2 p.m. Pacific time. So if you are interested in uh, joining me in that medium, please go over there. Uh, I'll be there this Sunday as well. If you are already participating, thank you very much. I'm so grateful that this opportunity made me uh, possible to open that possibility to connect with people live as well. So today I'll be talking about 12 variations on the French folk song of Voudraie Mama, more known as Twinkle Twinkle Little Star by Mozart. This delightful piece is actually much more than you would think. So Mozart, one of the most celebrated and influential composer of the classical era, he was born in Salzburg, Austria. I actually visited uh, Salzburg many times, visiting Mozart's house and saw his piano as well, which was much smaller version of the piano at this time. Right next to Nine Foot Concert Grand, his piano really would look like a toy piano. I also remember the whole city, Salzburg, is all about Mozart. There are famous music festivals during the summer, so it's very well-known music institute called Mozartium. I actually had performed there a long time ago. Another impression that I remember in the city was chocolate. <laughs> they have amazing collection of chocolate in Austria. Of course, Mozart's face is on every chocolate cover as well. I kind of miss that actually. <laughs> anyway, it was very inspirational for me to be in that city and feeling the master's musical footstep along the way. So Mozart is a typical example of prodigy from his earliest childhood. Already competent on keyboard and violin, he composed from the age of five and performed before European royalty. He read concertos at sight reading, improvised variations, fugues, and fantasies while he was composing. 
He produced his first minuet at the age of five, his first symphony just before his ninth birthday, his first oratorio at age of five, and the first opera at 12. Well, he had an amazing father as a teacher. His father made sure he became familiar with every kind of music that was being written or heard in the contemporary Western Europe. The whole family, his parents and his sister Nanel, had a serious uh, tour. Paris, London, Italy, Vienna. During these formative years, Mozart was exposed to those styles of various countries. The lyricism of Italian opera, the intensity of the Austrian and German tradition, and the stylishness of the Paris and London. The childhood tours were highly successful, bringing recognition from dignitaries and attracting large audiences. I could only imagine the dedication and trouble that they would have gone through to get that kind of musical exposure and tour, especially at the time that it was much harder to travel. So there is actually an interesting episode about their tour. So when the family was stopped at the border, when they traveled back to Austria, Papa, which is Mozart's father, unpacked the clavichord and little Mozart played on it so beautifully that the astonished officials let them pass through with all their available presents from emperors empresses, duty-free. <laughs> Papa Mozart said, Orpheus could only tame animals with his music, but my son tamed the customs guard, and that is great deal more difficult. <laughs> Often, I use Mozart as a good example of prodigy and talent, but also example of hard work as well. People often say to musicians, and I heard this a lot, saying, wow, you're so talented, as if everything was so automatically uh, given. But thinking Mozart here, uh, by the time he reached seven years old, he collected 10,000 hours of practicing piano, which is about an average of college students when they get in majoring piano. So of course, Mozart had a special gift in his creativity and musicality, but he was also at the right timing with the right father and deliberate practice for 10,000 hours before he was seven. So I hope that we can put the talent aspect aside here, but actually respect the work the musician, in this case Mozart, put in to become the way he was. There's a fun little paragraph I would love to read from this book by Victor Vorge, My Favorite Intermissions. So it goes, a title of Just Plain Folks. When he wasn't composing masterpieces, Mozart was perfectly normal. He was an atrocious speller. His math was so terrible that he couldn't even number his symphony straight. Number 24 is actually number 31. There's no number 37 at all, and so on. Mozart was frightened of ghosts and trumpets, but he loved dancing, wine, and pets. He was so crazy about games that he would sometimes compose pieces with a pen in one hand and a billiard cue in the other. He could also be very absent-minded, he'd forget names and places, and he took to daydreaming so much that his wife had to cut his meat for him to prevent his slicing his fingers. 
So I'm sure you know、uh, Victor Borge. So this book, my favorite intermissions, actually very interesting book about behind stories with the twist of、uh, his jokes, of course. So this variation of today on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is composed when Mozart was around 25 years old, which is around 1781. It consists of 12 variations. So for a time, it was thought that these variations were composed in 1778, while Mozart stayed in Paris from April to September in that year. The assumption being that the melody of French song could only have been picked up by Mozart while living in France. So in music, variation is a formal technique. Where material is repeated in a varied form, so the changes may involve melody, rhythm, harmony, counterpoint, timbre, tempo, or any combination of these. So this piece, of course, opens with very well-known "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." Then he uses a melodic variation with a smaller sixteenth note on the right hand. After that, he uses the similar melodic variation on the left hand this time. Another sample variation is rhythmic variation, like this. That offbeat creates fun and whimsical character of this variation. Also, another example is to have a harmonic variation on the seventh variation. It introduces powerful new chord, which replaces simple harmonies originally implied by theme. In the elaborate eighth variation, Mozart changes from the major to the parallel minor mode while combining three techniques: counterpoint. So you're gonna hear the different melody in each hand very independently, and suspension, prolonging the resolution, and then the lastly, limitation. So you will hear a copycat between hands. So the eleventh variation, right before the finale variation, is a tempo and character change variation. So for me, it now settles into that lullaby-like mood of this piece, waiting for the final explosion of the last finale. One said Mozart is too easy for young kids and too difficult for adults. <laughs> Whatever it means, I highly agree that Mozart is one of the most difficult composer to really play well. As I think, it always has that duality in it. It's songful but not too heavy, light but with an expression or with a deep contemplation. 
sadness, but without tears. Purity, but with understanding of life. I actually performed this piece at the end of the concert program, not as an encore, but as the last piece in the program. And I remarked to the audience before I played this piece and said, only when you go through everything, when you overcome everything, then you get to have the perspective of a little child. So this is my wish for you today too. I hope you keep your perspective pure, your philosophical, and I hope this piece brings a little smile on your face. So this is 12 Variations on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star by Mozart, performed by Ji Yoon Kim.
So, what does this piece remind you of? What were you thinking while you were listening? Did you smile? I would love to hear from you and share your experience with me. I will put my website link, jiyunkim.com, on my show note below. Also, you can go to my YouTube channel, Jiyunkim Pianist. There is my live performance of this piece. So, I hope you can check out my YouTube channel where I post different fun vlogs or live performances or some performance tips as a teacher as well. So, I'll put the link also on my show note. Next episode, I will be exploring one of my favorite Debussy pagodas. I hope to meet you then. Thank you for listening. <laughs>